fun we're bringing the thunder we are thunder flesh and blood down under whoop, whoop. returning guest fan favorite australian national champion mm-hmm. just coming off an absolute heater of three out of three ProQuest wins none mm-hmm. other than nick butcher welcome thanks i was probably your third choice this this week that's so not true you, you guys can <laughs> fuck not off. True but i came anyway yeah now we were trying to test the four-man setup we were because we're going to lss in, in a few weeks mm-hmm, and doing four ways. So we're like, how about we get the most spicy two people we know, Phil and Nick, to do it. You weren't the, you weren't the third choice. We were wanting to have you on for a while. And then you went and won every ProQuest in Sydney. We're like, we have to have you on. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's that, the reason I'm here. That, that four way would have got more hits than our three way with the professor. I reckon. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Mm-hmm. We could have had a rap battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, look. Um, I'm sure everyone, well, maybe not everyone knows this. You are a legitimate, like, you know, professional TCG player, okay? So one thing I want to know, what is a day in the life of a professional flesh and blood player? How does an average day for Nick Butcher look like in season, right, when we've got a lot of events and shit going on? What, what's an average day look like for you as a pro flesh and blood player? The same as everyone else, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> I work out in the morning and then... Yes. The rest I'll leave up to everyone else to figure out. <laughs> okay. So I'm teammates. Bit, I'm, a, I'm a bit ambiguous, you know. Mysterious. I mean, you're at the gym every day. Six, six days a week. Yeah. Trying to cut down. <clears throat> By the way, I think that plays a huge part. Anyone that wants to do any of this stuff professionally needs to be fit. I don't I don't think I have the stamina. Like I've when I'm at a big event, four or five rounds in, I'm fatigued. Mentally, physically, I'm like, ugh. You say that. A lot of big boys in the top tables. <laughs> yeah, but I think they would big be brains. much better players if they were fitter. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's been proven a million times in esports. Card games are just... it's it, You don't have as high level competition. You had a million dollar prize in an event. Yeah. It'd be different. But typically, how many hours do you think you would do of practice or testing oh, or... Not much. Theorizing? Nah. <laughs> not really. It's Honestly, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I don't play very much, to be honest. I thought this was a full-time gig. I thought you were grinding eight hours a day. But, no. like, for instance, right now with Oldham, you've been on that, someone claimed recently to be the most experienced Oldham player in the world, which was funny. You're, you've been testing playing Oldham for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you don't feel the need to sit and, like, reps on that right now. Nah. Yeah. It's fundamentally But if it was a busted. brand new hero, like Arachne, you'd probably be spending a lot more time yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, yeah. And you're doing that with Dro, Mike? Yeah, I was, but yeah. can't possibly beat Oldham ever. Yeah, well, even now, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it does, just, that doesn't change. No, yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. change that. You just said Oldham was or still is fundamentally busted. Oh, Why? Yeah. Why? Break it down. Because you have the best equipment, mm-hmm. like bar none, Slagmite's so only one hero can use it, and then you've got big attacks. You've got Rouse the Ancients, which is just absolutely absurd, mm. right? Like because you have all. The, so a blue shouldn't have seven go again off two cards. So say you go pitch blue, rouse, reveal, and then you go pitch for hammer. That's 11 damage and your hand is four blues. Hmm. Like that, no, no nothing can do that. that. You can't do that with anything else. And like the fact that they're blues and you can pitch stack it. 
I think Crown of Seeds is like people are complaining about it. It's fine. Like it's not feel and end all. If they got banned, who, I don't care. Like honestly, but then again, people are complaining that. I mean, we'll get into the ban list if you want to transition to that. Unless you want me to do it for I you. I think we do that after ProQuest. Talk about some pro question shenanigans. If you want to start with that, <laughs> well, you won twenty three matches and lost one. Mm-hmm. You lost to our friend Justin, who's been on the show. Yep, I did. Oh, high rolled. I heard. What do you think your elo is going to look like after twenty three to one? Oh, I don't care. Like <laughs> elo is so. Like, honestly, the people that say, "Oh, I can't play pro quest," my elo might get affected. Shut up. <laughs> Just play the game. Like that's why you play. Whatever. Well, elo is also accurate. Like. It, it, like, it works if you play. It doesn't work if you don't. Yeah. like I, That's why some systems have, like, a degeneration or whatever for ELO if yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. play, right? Yeah. Because it's not accurate if you just... I, I remember playing um, PUBG professionally, and one season I played one solo game, and I won. I went 18-0, and I won, which means I had zero deaths. I didn't ever play again in solos that mm. season. So I'm the number one in the world for that season. Nice. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> On the ranking I'm not Elo can be like that If you have one good run And then never play again yep. You it can is. Yeah it is what it is It's inflated Magic ran with the Elo system Way back in the day But they found out That it just had a negative Impact on the game Because your best players And your top players would Won't play Yeah they'll disincentivize to play So mm-hmm. they soon worked out That let's scrap the system because they're gaming the ELO system, they're not turning up to events, they're, you know, and they're just like, we want our pros to be at all the events in the stores playing, experiencing the game, so they just got rid of it. Mm. And they say it was one of the best things that ever happened. I wonder what chess does, because the events are full of pros, so I wonder what happens with chess. But then there's a slow creep up, maybe they use, because there's different types of ELO, I don't know, but I know there's some, like, if Flesh and Blood, the top rated player now, is probably 1,900. Yeah, I think it's eight, nearly 1,900. Sure, so next like year, if the top player is at 2,100, you can't just not play. Yeah. Because you also have to keep up. Yeah. Like, it, it, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. It's not a fixed loop, it's mm-hmm. whatever. Like, the, it does go up with the more players join or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you made a video. I did. Which I shared around. Cool. <laughs> uh, we all have opinions on it. But basically, Sydney had three pro quests. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to one of them. I gave you my tickets to the other two. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely gave it back to you. I yeah, yeah, no. We, we had a very good deal. He'd let me buy the gold foils, and yeah, that was great for, for a me. nice, a good price. Won't be discussed. Yes, yes. But it's all fair. And Got we hit a Luminaris, sleeps. which was great. There you go. But um, the the main like the the bigger topic about pro quests is in general. I think as a as an overall is. The price of tickets versus the prizing mm-hmm. versus it's like a sliding scale. Also versus how many players can play at the event. Yep, and they're all I think interactive. Those three problems. Sydney had some unique problems. So I'll quickly address that. You know, there's some videos, some responses. Dice Commander made one. There's some issues that were unique to Sydney this season that I don't think people understood when you were having your rant about it. Yeah. Um. But I want to get into it, but maybe we go around the table, Paul, me, and then you. Okay. What you think of the ProQuest season that we just finished? Um, all right. First thing, overall, I enjoyed it. 
because I just enjoy going out and playing events. Also, like check I, out Tall Timmy's video on the topic. He went yeah, through detail. Yeah. Probably won't spend yeah. the same amount. No, of time but I, I I love getting out there and playing. I got to spend a <laughs> lot of times with people eat, like Nick mm-hmm. that I haven't been able to. So I developed deeper bonds in the community through playing in these events with with a lot of people. I met new people. I got to you know people from Melbourne, people from Central, other parts of the community. So. Yeah, it definitely had its issues, right? And I'll talk about some of them. But overall, you know, I love getting out there and playing in these, you know, larger than armory events that are still in local stores. I do like that. I love the big events and I love the armories, but I like the in-between. Me too. And uh, I think that's really good. So um, what don't I like? I don't like uh, caps in a store if they can, so if a store can hold 60 people and they're capping an event for 32, that's freaking appalling, okay? Mm. I've said that and I think that is appalling. If you can hold 60 and you're capping at 32, there's a serious problem there. Now, and that happened, okay? It did happen. Now, I think, you know, we had another store, very small store, increase their cap from like 28 to 32. Um, I know they're not the only store, a bunch of stores around the world, I think, got caught with their pants down this year. They didn't anticipate... The demand. The demand, <clears throat> and I don't think people realise that this is the only ProQuest season we're getting this year. Unless LSS drops something on our lap saying, oh, wow, we're going to have like a world qualifier, like a WMCQ, like they used to do for Magic or something like that, some sort of, you know, qualify for Worlds. Like maybe they're a bit bigger than a ProQuest, but below a Battle Harden. I think that's the case. No, it wasn't. So ProQuest gives you, it just, and maybe you know this, ProQuest gives you the, the not a, does it give you a PTI or an invite to Pro Tour? Invite to Pro Tour. Sure, so it's not a PTI. But Battle Harden gives you a PTI? Correct, yep. that but, you can use But anyway. they've already said there's many more Battle Hardens. Yeah, I know, year. but there's no more ProQuest seasons but this why? year. Because there's only one Pro Tour. Exactly. But, but what I'm saying is, isn't that what they're doing is they're giving ProQuest level. Like Battle Harden and ProQuest are pretty much the same, except for Battle Harden is a PTI. And they have cash. Better, and cash. Better prizes. So actually like, Battle Harden's better. It's better. Better. That's so my, not... I, I'm but excited we, that there's way more battle hardens. Yeah, but year. way more. We might only get in Australia this year, maybe two, right? Maybe I, th- I know is more than two. Okay, okay, yeah, well, but yeah, three or four, right? How many proquests did we have? Not enough. Twelve? Not enough. Yeah, even three, geographically, three. just three. No, no, Australia wide. Oh, yeah, right. How many did we have? Twelve, maybe. That's uh, a good question. So, yeah. my point is, I think these stores did not anticipate the demand mm. because I think people realise, Timmy's like myself, fuck, if we get that tournament that we can go into to have a chance on getting to the Pro Tour, we're going to turn up. Yep. Okay, we are going to turn up. Hell, we couldn't even go into state because we were considering it the following weekend yep. to do the double header in Melbourne. Sold out. Sold out. Weird. And I know these stores, one of them can fit more than freaking 32 players, right? So I think these stores got caught with their pants down. I think they need to reevaluate the LSS needs to reevaluate what stores get these events. Like with Magic, this is how it worked. We had Pro Tour qualifiers, you know, that would typically get anywhere between 120 and 160 people. Each state would get one per season, so maybe two a year. The top two stores or three stores, and they just by how many people they could hold, got the event. So one year or one year it would be GamesCube. Next year it would be Mega Games, et cetera, et cetera. If you can't fit at least 120 people, you ain't getting the event, right? That's how, that's how Watsy did it locally here. It was just a numbers game. And I think 
if LSS reduces the amount of ProQuest, reduces the amount of Pro Tours, and these events start getting up to the 100 mark, then you need stores that can cater to 100 people or 70 people or 80 people. It's just, it's, I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. Now, let's move on from that. Let's talk about pricing. Wow, all over the place. My own personal belief is LSS, I'd really love to see the winners get an airfare, but that's another story. Um, LSS pricing, I'll leave that out of it. Um, you know, we got the gold for, we got the good stuff like that. Um, we had a mixed variety. We had one store that went really heavy, um, uh, heavy weighted to the top. Top four got paid out in cash. Um, again, because that person was trying to throw back to MTG days and contribute towards airfares. And it's a competitive event, right? It's not a skirmish. Skirmish, I think the prizes should be a bit flatter. But ProQuest it is essentially you're competing for a ticket to the pro tour. So everyone there has ambitions to be a pro. So expect the pricing to be top, top heavy. Um, there were some stores that, you know, had the 32 people and the prizes that they were giving back was only equating to two and a half booster boxes. Again, I don't like that, but you know what I do to combat that? I just don't play at that store. I won't support that store. I won't go to that store. At the end of the day, prizes good or bad you you just you um you react to that with your wallet um conversations you have and who you support and the stores that are doing the right thing that you think in your mind that are doing the right thing you freaking support them buy your singles from them if they have them buy the seal product from them if they have it go to their armories it all starts with the armories these stores are only going to get these events if people turn up to the armories so if you like the prizing and you like the store and you think they run a slick business Turn up and support the store. If you think they don't, don't go to the store and they won't get the ProQuest. In my mind, it's it's pretty simple. Um, do things need to improve everywhere? Yeah, but overall, I, I like the events. I hope they continue. I hope they become bigger so stores that can facilitate that should get the events. And, you know, um, pricing should be very transparent, okay? Stores should communicate their price structure well in advance and it should be like front and center it shouldn't be hidden down in some fine print. Everyone should know from the onset what they're signing up to, what the price structure is going to be, and don't catch anyone out. So that's my summary of ProQuests. Um, yeah, that's what I've got to say on it. I think the where I'm coming from, the ma- the main thing is, and not just me, so your your video, Dice Commander's video, very, very, very different opinions. I kind of think everyone's a bit wrong, and I'll explain why. I don't like anyone saying a store should, because you're assuming that's where Dice Commander is probably, I agree with, is you don't know what that shop needs to do to run the ProQuest. Um, I have a big issue with shops calling out cost as a reason, because if you're running it in the shop, it is just a big armory. Now, unless you, you're cancelling your big D&D event or your big miniature, like unless there's like a like a A and B and you're losing two grand worth of revenue to run the ProQuest. And that's maybe you need to cater for that. But in, in our experience in the three stores that ran them in Sydney, no one cancelled shit to run the ProQuest. It was run like a big armory. If anything, they made a lot more money because of the amount of people in the store 
singles, secondary sales, if they had them. Again, it's fucking crazy that these shops don't have singles or don't have, or you order singles and they don't get them to you on time. Like that's crazy, but that's another or thing. Or sealed product. <clears throat> yeah, shops with no sealed product running ProQuest. Shop, there's there's a shop that doesn't run armories. They've got a ProQuest in Sydney. That's where the rage is coming from, people in the US, etc., that have an opinion about this. They do not run armories on a weekly basis. We don't go there. The scene's dead. It's been dead for months. Then they ran a ProQuest. And they married it up to a miniatures event, so they chopped the shop in half. No one went to. So let me it, let me explain what I think like as a as an umbrella idea here is. First of all, you don't have to fucking run a ProQuest. So if you're gonna complain, ah, oh, but I have to shut my shop. Ah, oh, it's extra work. To put, don't fucking run it. Say no mm. to the email. You get the email months in advance. Fuck off. Don't run it. I'm sick of hearing that. National said that. Mm. And we have a big issue with who ran our nationals because he said that to our face on the day it's like i don't have to run this i don't make money dickhead why are you running it i wouldn't run something at a loss mm -hmm. oh wait a second you're running it because it's good advertising for your shop you're running it because it's a pat on the back from lss you're running it because your locals want you to run it so shut up and run it or don't but don't complain I think everyone should understand that you are not forced. <laughs> you are not forced. If anything, it's a, it's a license to print money and free advertising because you end up on the LSS page and they probably put you in their article, right? Um, you get content creators turning up, making videos in your store. You, you have a captivated audience. This is my biggest issue. This is not free market choice. We don't have to go to a ProQuest. There's a limited amount of ProQuest. If every shop got a ProQuest, we would pick who we'd go to. Certain shops would be empty especially if they all ran on the same day, some shops would be empty, but we don't. So it is up to the shop to kind of cater to us for prizing, for prize support, for how much you're charging for entry, how comfortable the shop is, because we have to go. The only way to go to Pro Tour is, well, not the only way, but the only way to get an invite is these three events in Sydney for us. You're complaining about it. You're jacking them. So I, had, I wrote down some notes, like my biggest issue is, the LSS send a thing saying the max amount you're allowed to charge is $50. The maximum, I believe, and I think the community believes, is if you're renting a venue, you're paying judges, you're paying staff, you can charge up to 50 That These are like the 150-player ProQuests in the US where that would make sense charging 50 Then you've got stores here that are running a mini armory on the side. Shouldn't be charging 50 or 45 That's a that's a $15 thing. You don't pay for anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why is it any more than an armory? If, if you've trained me to, uh, to get two packs for my 15 bucks when I come to an armory, why isn't it just 15 bucks for two packs for a ProQuest? It's only because you can, because you have a captive audience that doesn't have a choice but to go to your store. That's why people get angry. Because we don't go to that armory. So that's already proof that you're not going to go. But they won't get another one. Well, we've heard that. We've heard that. Right. We, well, if they get another one, then the system is broken. Then we need to have a much louder chat about it. Mm. But we're not even. It's not even about calling out a store. By the way, this shop doesn't not run armories because we've boycotted them. No. Their local scene just doesn't play there anymore. None of us are actually local to it. As an example, there's stores that are much more rural. And that's another thing that Dice Commando brought up in his video. Max pri max pricing is fifty Aussie. Why the fuck are rural stores charging near the max? Why? If your rent is $300 a week versus like a store in the city whose rent is 10000 a week, do you know what I mean? That's why the pricing structure exists. That's why it's max pricing. So you've got to, because like, he mentioned something about location. 
and you know, in the middle of New York is more expensive than like Jersey and they're not that far apart, but it should be much different. I think why people get angry is they, they see every ProQuest is very close to max pricing. They see the pricing, even when it's pricing that the shop has inflated, it's only like 50% of the value of the ticket and we're used to getting like 80% of the value of the ticket. I have some disagreement with that. Let the shop make money. I dis- I agree with Andrew from Dice Commander. Like, wanting the store not to make money in the ProQuest is bad for the community long-term. You want the store to make mm-hmm. money. But but I'm a consumer as well. Give me a reason to give you money. Mm-hmm. So I had a lengthy chat with a local store owner and he saw the light and he's doing it. Run a free event and see what happens. <laughs> like You can. You can run a free event. Get a sponsor. It can be free. People will probably spend more in your store on goodwill. Just give them the opportunity to spend the money. So if you go, there's no entry, but there's a barbecue and there's a donation bin for a charity and here's a pallet of sealed product you can buy. I think you could get away with charging nothing and I think you'll have a profitable weekend. I'm I'm the type of person that's likely to spend a few hundred dollars if the ticket's free because it's like a tip, but I don't want to tip you. I want to buy stuff, but I'll make sure... I buy something significantly more than a $50. You're voting with your wallet. So would you, so would you, so would everyone in our community. We'll have a disposable Mm. income. That's why we play card games. You're going to spend 50 bucks in the store. You're definitely going to buy your lunch there if they offer it. I think it's not such a complicated problem. It's just shops are using the max pricing and going there without justifying it. People get annoyed because they have to go to one of these three stores to get, to get a pro quest invite anyway. Um, but that's my two cents. I think it's it's a sliding scale. I think if you're going to charge the max, yes, you need to probably give us half in pricing, especially if you're running it in your store with no extra staff and the judge doesn't even get paid. Like it's, it's fairly logical. Um, what do you think? Well, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Takes the headset off. All right, just ease it in, please. <laughs> Be a gentleman. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> We're listening. I don't even know where I'm going to start. All right, it's just gonna be just go on. Because listen, I didn't watch this guy's video. Listen, uh, sorry, Microsoft Sam, I didn't watch your stupid video where you swear and all this and that. Like, I speak for people. You speak for you. Like that's that, that's the difference. I want everyone to be happy. You want you to be happy. <laughs> that's the difference. That's why you want to claw and claw at my clout for my video so you can get views on your dead channel. I don't care. All right what you had to say. That's why I don't watch it. It doesn't bother me. I care about the people that, that play the game. You know, We support our LGS and our LGS should support us at the same time. If you want to stranglehold people, because as, as I don't know which one said it, they're f- people are forced to play for these shit prizes because they want to play the pro to up because they like the game. They want to go to the next level. That's the problem. You don't have to go to an armory. If someone said armory prizes are bad, I'm not going to complain and say, oh yeah, great. This is freaking awesome. Just, just keep going there and keep giving them your free money. Just don't show up, whatever. You don't have to go. There's no incentive. But like, if you want to strangle people into paying $40, $50, $30, it doesn't matter the price and you give them nothing, people are going to have a sour taste in their mouth and the game ain't going to grow that way. Listen, as an LGS, Fab dies, you're going to bring in Lorcana. You're going to bring in all these other new games that are doing their million dollar price support in the future. And you just move on if Fab dies. That's what happens. You move on. You, you, people who play Fab, they won't move on because they want to play this one game and you want to support every game and make money for you. I want everyone to be happy and live in a good ecosystem. So like, if you want to complain at me, 
then you can send a PM instead of just getting drunk on the beers <laughs> and making some ridiculous video. You know, I don't know what 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 more what, what more can be said. Listen. I'm going to this free skirmish in Grimdark and I'm donating sleeves, dragon shield sleeves. I'm going to donate whatever, you know, because it's an incentive for them to, to, you know, congratulate them for doing a great job and giving to the community. It's a free skirmish event. You know, they're still giving away two booster packs each person. You still see people on Twitter now saying, oh, this is, this is ridiculous. My, this New Jersey ProQuest was 16 people on a Wednesday night cap and no one got to enter. Yep. Like... That's the issue I have. I think about the everyone, not just my scene, every scene that gets affected by this and the people that want to quit this game now because they didn't get prize support for their $40 entry because they wanted to have a good time at a big event. That's the problem I have, you know? And rural, all this and that, all the rural areas, you know what? That's fine. You know, you want to charge in a big city $50? That's fine. I'm not going to, you know complain about that but like don't just you know come in here and say oh I, I have the right to do whatever I want because I'm allowed to do it right do it for have some respect for the people in your community like don't just say I'm just gonna take all their money and just take a free payday like and don't complain as you said don't complain about the hard work just if don't you do don't want to do hard work fucking give the shop give it to someone else right and if you have a 16 person cap at your event you know what maybe that's all you can do but then it's on lss to say okay we're going to give more pro quests and we're going to have more pro quests there's one pro tour this season and that means that we should have a six week pro quest season more stores get it more events more people get to play these big events what is three sydney had three pro quests and every one of so them let's, let's clarify were sydney had technically two no, no, for yeah, because because Blood Rush is not Sydney, right? But, yeah, but most everyone there was pretty Te much from just, Sydney just with a handful of, of locals, right? Yeah, we our biggest brokers was forty nine players. Mm -hmm. That was also sold out. People wanted tickets to that, couldn't get them. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. So we had more than fifty people in Sydney wanting to play. So we had the choice between. A 49-player ProQuest in a store that was extremely fucking hot and stuffy that was still open for retail, still had magic being played. It was very, very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But it was the best one, I think, out of the three. Yeah, because it was But then people. there probably was 60 fucking people. Like, we could have easily got another 10, 20 people if someone just rented a hall. Might have got 30, 40 more people. People want to travel interstate. Well, some people did. That's yep, why we had 49 no and events. they were complaining that they couldn't get tickets. They're like, how can we not get tickets to any of these events? We tried weeks ago. Yep. The other events, they were shopping. They were trying to buy them, like scalping them. That is on LSS as much as the stores. But what I'm saying to the stores is if you can only fit 32, if, you, if you're not communicating, we talked about this off camera, why the fuck aren't the store owners communicating going, shit, we sold out. You sold out? We sold out? Maybe we should all think about expanding. Like just because you're in... Newcastle or, or Wollongong or wherever doesn't mean you can't rent a hall in Sydney and run your progress. I don't think there's any rules against that. Like no. if you can sell the tickets, get your ass up here and do it. Ask the community. We'll come and set up tables. Paul and I'll be the first two people there setting up tables. Yep. And you could do it's on these demand people drafts aren't trying, well. man. There's no ambition. It's like 49 times $45 is this much money. I'm going to give half of it in prizes, pocket the money, that's it. But like you said, there's no thought of, well, fuck, not everyone can even play. Mm-hmm. The temperature in my store is not even comfortable to play in. 
Like, and having 32 players in Sydney right now, like it's a good problem to have and maybe we'll not see it again. But you can't be having 32 player progress when the other one's selling out for 50. So, which means it's probably the, the demand for like 70 tickets. Yep. And then giving them to stores with barely 24 seats. Yeah. And as I said, there was heaps of other progress in America. Like, I think uh, I was told that the friggin' Texas That's what I was comment- sold out at 20 people. Yeah. And they have just disgusting amount of players that want to play. In Texas, yeah. Holy crap. Like, but that, that's like, I don't know. I, I'm actually not, I don't have that much experience in running events, but I imagine this is why I think Brandon's doing it in Grimdark. He's putting the tickets up two months in advance to see if they sell out so he can expand the venue. There's, I think these guys know well enough in advance to actually leave the option open and then decide to... Same as, by the way, let's talk about this. Outsiders pre, um, pre-release is coming up. Mm-hmm. I bet you none of the stores are doing this thinking either. Going, let's put tickets up and let's see if we need a venue. But I think they get a certain amount from LSS decided to them. So if they no, say no, we can only have price 16... Support. No, we can only have 16 sure. people. If that's capped, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. capped. But the next battle harden they get, the yep. skirmish they get. Yep. I don't think these shops are thinking... like. There's a disparity between the community wants and then what the shops are doing, yep. especially in Sydney. That's why I commented on Dice Commander's video. I'm going, buddy, he made some very good points in, in the specter of the US with as many events as they are. Like if you are a pro player in the US and you are happy to drive, you could have gone to four every weekend. Yeah, and you get battle hard yeah, but, but every, like every other weekend. Like it's different because if you had that option here, which like Phil does, you've done, like you'll travel to Brisbane. I've gone to Brisbane for, like we'll travel, yeah. but we still have limited options. They all end up on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. I think that the issue is uniquely Australian, the way our population spread and these very small stores still getting supported for these large events. I love some of these small stores, but there's literally only, the only store that could have fit more people in Sydney opened after the ProQuest announcement. Do you know what I mean? Like, Cube is the only store that has the seating, and it wasn't even open. So at the time, Andy could have fit in another twenty people, no problem. Yeah, man. Definitely. But the heat there. Yeah, was no. yeah, but that's another. Yeah, no, that's, know, that's a different thing. Issue. But he I could know. fit twenty Paul, people. Like, yes. To me, and this again, I'm speaking as a consumer. This isn't a dig at Andy, right? As a consumer, if I didn't know Andy, the fuck are you making? What what was it? What's the ticketing? It's like five. It's two and a half grand in tickets, right? Why are you giving away a crown? Just rent a fucking air conditioner, man. Like, go rent one. Like just buy a portable air conditioner. It's so it's simple. It's courtesy, man. Like I, you guys are in my house right now. It's fucking thirty five degrees outside. The aircon's pumping. The fans going. But it's, John, it's, are you, you, you going to be char- are you going to be charging us? No, for oh really? Oh, no, that's, that's you're crazy. A guest. That's crazy how but that works. Nick's been around in TCGs a while. He's probably played in some hot and fucking yeah, dank environments. I have, man. I've played like even you say the cube. The cube's last venue, man. He literally had. 120 people in that and you were squashed but everyone loved it because of the vibe we're like wow 120 people here all playing magic competing for that golden ticket yeah i don't like thinking that way because that's still like just it's an easy problem to fix just because like there's a lot of reasons why i should accept things but i i don't i don't want to play dude i i wanted to drop i literally was overheating like i was like Mm -hmm. it was way too hot in in chromatic the event was amazing. The community is amazing. All the friendly faces, all don't nothing that that's all, but that, but that's us, right? That's not, that's not chromatic. That's the flesh and blood scene mm. and what it looks like. But the minimum you can do is make sure we have places to sit, make sure the bathrooms are clean. Not saying they weren't. I'm saying there's like minimum housekeeping stuff yeah, yeah, and the temperature in your store. Yeah. 
shouldn't be that hot on like that's like you run a store you you have singles i can't imagine the damage to his foils if that's what it feels like in there like i can't store singles in that kind of temperature they curl like so it's not a dig because that was the best run one yeah yeah the most prizing i think not not maybe the most prizing uh, for the amount of players but the prizing was supplemented at least my point is it's not gonna be the last time you feel uncomfortable at a tcg event where look even when you're in other countries at these big pro tours there's gonna be whether it's in a tent, no bathrooms, yeah. aircon's not Shouldn't right, happen. too hot, too cold. Yeah, but, but again, but by it, the it way, will. Remind, it will. Rem, just remember. And we're getting older. This we is like in to the be context. No, no, no. <laughs> this is in the context of paying $45. Yeah, let me, let me. If that was a free event, no complaints. If it was a $10 event, no complaint. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? If I'm paying you $45 and, and it's 49 people and I can do the numbers, I don't care about your rent. You're already going to pay rent that month. I don't care about your staff. You already had to pay them. All of that is like, yeah, do I not use that, that as a, yeah, yeah. That is the worst reason Again, in the history Again, if they rent a hall, charge the yes. max, no pricing, I understand, because you needed to give us this venue to play in. Yeah, but yeah. hey, that would be air conditioned. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but, but if you're going to do it in the store and you're going to charge maximum, you should go out of your way. Yeah, if I, I'm saying you 100%, should. 100%, but yeah. maybe, oh, just devil's advocate, mm. I don't know. Maybe Andy got caught with his pants down. Maybe he's never had Maybe. an event that large again, on a day that hot because he's not an old store. So, you know, my feedback for yeah. Andy would be if, if your store's getting um, more players and you foresee that you're going to have larger events across multiple games moving forward, then probably invest in upgrading your air cons, so right? It, I mean, like, we're in Australia, right? Like, like it's a, it's the a Cube thing had to here. do that. Yeah. Like they, they got in the old... Place. They Honestly, got a whole, you can go to. They got a whole new aircon system like hmm. six years ago because it was just too hot up there. It was stifling, yeah. um, and they will get the events were so big, and they had like literally you'd be dripping. I mean, I, I remember looking at Hayden, who's also like always oh, dressed ha- prim and proper. You can see the sweat. Down oh yeah, we were shirt. dripping. We were dripping. <laughs> like, literal like sweat yeah. spots. Yeah, it's it's so it's 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 again it's they need to learn, and I'm sure they've taken that feedback. If we went back in twelve months' time, be different. Or if it was the same, then you'd be like, hey, what the fuck, Andy? Well, again, you know? I'm, I'm more saying if, if you are an event organiser, you're going to charge the max. Or within 20% of the max, you should be very cautious what your pricing is and what your venue's like. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I just say that there should be a minimum price support given for the entry fee that you're charging. If you want to charge $50 and give out six booster packs per person versus $30 and four booster packs or, you know, what? whatever booster packs per person. And, like, if you can't supplement that, just say, okay, I, I can't host a pro quest. It's fine. Or, or, as I said in the video, have the kit, have extra packs from the latest set that you can give out to everyone who's participating. Yeah. And like, I, I would, in a second, I know everyone, you do this and you do this too. If $20 of my entry fee went towards the fee of a haul and the event was 120 people versus 30. I'm happy. Here's $20. That's, like, no, I'll that's take, what I'm give, saying. Give me four times as many I'm, people. I'm annoyed at the time. shops that charged 50 and ran a big armory. Yep. With no extra pricing. Like mm-hmm. it's less pricing than the armory. Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah. And, and sorry, again, like Andrew, love you, dude. But that's what you can't pick on. I don't care how much work it is for you. Don't do it. Or at least give me what you usually do as an armory. But it's it's, I think people's gripe is with the max pricing. Yeah. Again, I had a very lengthy chat with Brandon about this. I'm like, why are shops going towards the max? 
knowing that they risk pissing people off instead of going the other way and going, can we run the event for free and let's do some numbers? And we we did some numbers. We're like, what does it actually cost? Like, you know what? You could easily give everyone two packs for free coming in because of the turnover you should make on the day if you're smart. You buy yeah. singles, you buy sealed, you, yeah, you also, you encourage call to action. You go, guys, it's free. Here's how you support us. And you, you're ready for it. Mm. But do you know the issue I have with these stores is they don't have singles, first of all. <laughs> yeah. and they only run one. Yep, here's my Armory event. That's all I can run this week. There's yep. no on-demand drafts. Yep. There's no singles in the shop. Nothing like that. So when they say, oh, you know, we're struggling and Fab isn't, you know, that isn't popping off that they're, much. They're not, you're not doing everything it takes mm-hmm. Because you are either lazy or mm-hmm. you're making money from other things, and that's okay. Oh, you're right. That's great. Uh, my my experience to date, they're hobbyists. Mm-hmm. They they are in the industry they want to be in. So the lifestyle, to, like some of them are capable of making more money in other careers. They choose gaming because that's their passion. They're happy. They like to play card games. They like to sell cards. They don't have the ambition of. They're not looking at maximizing how much money they're making. And correct. They get this kit from LSS. They go, oh, we can make money on this one without a second thought to, well, fuck, like, justifying. Yeah, there's a single money. Because it's still it. a product. Yeah. You're still selling a product. And the biggest gripe, why you're seeing friction, if you're listening as an LGS owner and getting a bit heated, let me explain this to you again. We don't have a fucking choice but to come to your store. Remember that. We are captive. Now, I cannot go to your store. For not for locals. No, no, yes, no. Yes, not yes. talking about not locals. Armories. Locals. Yes, yes, yes. People I would still confused. give you some advice about locals, but correct. Locals, yep. is enough around that it doesn't matter. ProQuest, skirmishes, anything bigger than an armory, you should be very careful because LSS are limiting who gets them. So you should look after us or just don't do it. You'll get more rapport if you just don't do it. Yeah. I do, my only pushback is I don't, Personally, I don't have an expectation for any store to not taking in what other money they're going to make because when you run a business, hard to run a business like that. Okay, it is. Um, so just on raw ticket sales alone, I don't have an expectation that a store should run at a loss or break even just no. on ticket sales. By the way, neither do you oh, believe oh, no, they should. No, okay, no, we don't. 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 None no, of us. Okay, do. but like um, they I, get how much do they pay for a box of product? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know yeah. the store at the weekend was. You know, I did the math. You know, just alone. You know, they gave out two and a half boxes for thirty-two people. You know, they were easily clearing. And they pay what, 80, 60 yeah. US dollars yeah. at, at wholesale. I know, I know. Yeah. Like, but I'm just saying like- um, No, I, by the way, I specifically didn't want to talk. I don't I don't have an opinion about how much margin you should make on Yeah, that. that's I, what I'm I saying. I don't, because again, mm. I don't know your rent. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you're in debt. I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm and you don't l- know if you've lost on something else or you- Oh, you, you bought, ta- I'll tell you, you bought Tales of Aria Unlimited and it's, I'm serious, and it's sitting on the shelf, right? Mm. As an example, you've taken a fabulous- And, and, that, and that's one of the points, you know- Andrew, you know, I do love you, mate, too. But one of the points that Andrew was trying to make was that, yeah, there's a lot of expenses and stuff that we just don't see you know, as consumers. We just don't, okay? Yeah. But again, I, t- I commented on his video, right? I said, it's a two-sided coin. I can tell you, I have no love for self-entitled Timmies mm. that, you know, that want what they want and they still treat their shops like shit, they're the Timmies that annoy me the most. Yep. They want everything. Then they bring their own drinks. They never buy singles from their LGS if they're there. They never buy boxes because they want to save five dollars and buy it online. They, you know, they, ne- they 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 never spend money at their store anyway, and they're the first ones to complain. So I've got no love for those entire yeah, Timmies. I, I wasn't like trying to target the people and say, no, "Oh, I no. should get, we should get everything." But yeah. like, 
getting nothing. Of course, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. a lot different than getting something. But then I've got a problem too with the scummy LGS owners that have used and abused their timmies and ripped them off through shonky, shady deals for years on end. And they're out there too, okay? They are. So it's... It's really shit, a balancing act. And, you know, I guess even higher, higher level, you know, this this scene, this TCG scene is just crying out for hardworking people that have integrity, that show a little bit of transparency. Yep. You know, like, and for whatever fucking reason, you know, I've been in this scene for, you know, you know whatever, 10 years now in Sydney. Be surprised, you can't find them. Look, you I... Know, you can't, it's hard to find people. They do exist, but they're, they're rare. A couple of points. We got a hopefully a chat with James White soon. He's not specifically the organized play person, but I remember was it Red Zone Rogue? There was a couple of people going, let's make it like a flesh and blood community council thing. Mm. That type I mean, that can become really dumb as well. I know. I don't necessarily think it's the best way, but but this kind of stuff coming up with some sort of policy update going, we'd love to see. I would just like to see a sliding scale. I don't think you should... LSS, a lot of the problems, inverted commas, that we see coming out seem to be like staffing things. Like, you know, the, the, the areas where they've either had staff leave or they just didn't have enough staff through COVID are the ones lacking. Like getting the, the OP schedule ahead of time has been hard. Um, product releases have been great. Art has been great. Law has been great. When you have some other things that are just like lacking, like marketing, where we all wish... We wish there were billboards and it'll probably come. This seems like one of those where the easiest way to make the policies go, we don't want shops charging like $100 a ticket. So let's cap it and let the shops. But the problem is you're giving control to small business owners that are, each one has a different story. There is no two of examples, including Dice Commando, including that you know the 12th player one. And I heard like there's a shop in Sydney that flooded the other day just in the middle of the armory while it was raining. You know what I mean? Every shop's going to have unique challenges. I think some of this stuff is back on LSS to go. You can only charge 50 if you demonstrate this. Like, wizards have some sort of tier. You can be WPN and WMM premium, and that affects what you can do. I don't see it that hard adding a few lines of text to you're getting this gold foil, sleeves for free, play mats, whatever it is they're getting for free, cash prizing for battle hardens for free. So when you charge to get without micromanaging it, I think you could still add. You need to give them some agency. No, no, yeah, but you can't. I think it needs to be clear that the fifty is only if it's an external venue. As an example, like if that's all it said, and the max you can charge in your own shop is thirty, that would probably fix most of this problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't see a justification of charging fifty in your store because also I feel it's quite condescending to pay you 50 so you give me that much in booster packs. Fuck that. I don't want your booster packs. Let me buy booster packs if I want to. Charge me what you need to charge me and give me agency with my money. So if it's all it said was 50 bucks external venue and the cap has to be minimum 60 players, as an example, then you're telling stores if you... Because DiceGander makes this point very well, except I think in a bad way. LGSs aren't event organizers necessarily. If you're asking to be an event organizer, you need to pay them. We're arguing that they're not all running events; they're running armories in their store. The way, like, there's no additional cost. So I just think that's the very simple fixes. There should be a max pricing for if it's in your store with a cap under sixty, and max if it's outside of your store cap over sixty, because then it's a tier, 
and then your local store doesn't have any reason to be gouging the pricing. Because then in your city, we would have had maybe one big one with 100 players and maybe a couple of small ones. I think I think prize gouging, look, out of the three, I think we witnessed it really in one particularly. But, you know, there's a whole other debate about how prizes are paid out. Probably don't we don't need to go in that here because that really is opinion based. But yep. maybe they're charging you forty five dollars, but again, maybe some people are flattening it down or flattening down to top sixteen and then other people just go on heck, top eight heavy, baby. If, if sorry Timmy, you pay your forty five, but you're only getting your one pity pack, you're not getting five. Sure. You know, it just as long as the players know that signing up, okay, they 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 know well and truly what they're getting themselves into and who's getting that prizing. You know, the reason where I that don't feel that works is because I still don't have the choice of which ones to go to. Yeah. That's why I have an issue. Again, for your armory, if you want to make a top heavy armory, I stopped going to a store that had top heavy yeah. armories, but it, it but it's just because I don't want to always play the best deck and I don't want to play against mm. people playing their best deck. I just don't want to. That's, yeah. that's, and, that's and that's fair. My issue with ProQuest <laughs> is we're having a discussion around prize for entry versus prizing, but it doesn't need to be that complicated. The prizing is already there. We're there for the gold foil and the PTI. Everything else is like a bit of a, it's it's like old school TCG, like we expect packs. But if the event was free, you don't expect packs. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? They're only charging 50 because there's a gold foil that they didn't pay for. That's where the anger comes from. They didn't pay for shit. So where are the costs? What are you wh- like? What I'm saying is the stores that you're saying you don't have a problem with the prizing. The reason I do have a problem with their prizing is they only did the prizing because they're able to charge forty five a ticket. If they were unable, they wouldn't have thrown in that out of the goodness of their heart. That's they took money from us and they gave it to the top players. Here's another it's sort of that sort of like segues into a question mm. I want to ask you. Okay, so talk about you know. The, the golf ball is free, right? That's that's the argument that you're proposing here. No, I'm saying what, there's a scale. Yeah, Somewhere yeah. in the middle is probably right. Yeah, but like, for example, what's the every year... I don't know if LSS does this, by the way. Maybe they do it through events. Mm. So that's sort of what I want to get into. They What's he did thank you products to the LGSs? You're a good LGS. You're selling. You run FNMs every week. You're doing drafts. You're selling our products. So every year... I'm going to give you um, a from the vault, like a specialty box, right? Nick's walking out. I'm going, to gi- I'm going to give you a specialty <laughs> yes. box I've heard, yeah, of yeah. like six promos. They stopped doing that? Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. Because t- <laughs> what's your wankers, mate? They're, they're getting the LGS out of the equation. They're doing it through Secret Lair, direct to the player base. Yes. But it used to go through the LGS and it was with a product Way to make money. From the vault. It's like a thank you. You're, I'm only going to charge you 25 bucks for this product. But recommend a retail, you can sell it for 200 250 mm. Okay, so again, it's like the Gold 4. It's the same. They're getting it for way cheaper. They're getting a booster box. Yep. But it's what's he seeing of thanking you? Hey, you can cash in a few grand on this and help you out with your overheads over the year or maybe give you a bonus or pay your start or do something. Yep. But that's that's a little, you know, a little bit of a thank you. Now... I don't know if LSS do that yet with their products. I haven't seen a product line quite like that. And I haven't heard people talk about margins like that. Maybe it's through their events that they do that. But it'll be interesting to talk to James about that because I know that he'd have an opinion on it. And I know that um, old school way that these 
uh, TCG companies would reward their retailers because it all was in the LGS. They would do that. They'd give products with huge margins, massive margins. But but I think you're touching on the correct thing. I now own a singles business. Mm -hmm. I would argue in probably the largest single business in Australia because I talk to good games and I'm doing more numbers than them and I think they are the biggest. Talking about flesh and blood. The reason that's relevant, talk to the LGSs, none of them, the good ones, the savvy ones, are trying to make money from events. That's just not. The event is just something that brings people in your store. It's everything else you make money from. I believe it's the same with even Warhammer. Like Warhammer itself doesn't have high margin. It's the painting and the everything else and the little accessories that you will eventually make the profit on. Trying to... Like, here's what I'm trying to say. If your business is not profitable, running a ProQuest, charging the max pricing once a year will not help you make money. That's that's nothing. It's a cash infusion, but this isn't what we're talking about. If you yeah. want to make money, events are not it. You need to leverage the event. When I say free, I'm talking about there's a sliding scale where you can, if you know you can get 100 people in your door, you should have a metric on what 100 people foot traffic for the day means in revenue and you can probably justify doing the tickets for free. Should you know? I'm not don't I don't recommend anyone does an event for free. I don't. Unless you have a sponsor. That's that's where you go find someone that's actually going to give you the $2000 to put a banner up because as a single store that's what I offered a store. I said, "You run the event for free, I'll pay for the event." But then everyone buys singles off me and I'll make that money back. And it's a good business model. They do that in the US, except in the US, what will happen is MinMax will sponsor an event. I think they put the prize ticket up, like they put $10,000 in. So they give it to the players. But but on the flip side, you could just pay everyone's entry. It's the same sort of, right? And that's more flat because everyone plays for free. And I'd, uh, you're right. Selling product at a margin is better money. If LSS wanted to do that and they offered a product with higher margin, that'd be great. But singles are good money too. At an event, people, if you've got a mm-hmm. buy list out, if you're prepared- It's the best. You should have a buy list up. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm, more, I'm, I'm likely to grab my trade binder at an event that I feel I got very good value in because I do that with Hemel and Spencer and MinMax at events because I know how much they do for the community. I go up and go, look, you can buy this stuff. They're like, shit, we've got no hard to find those. I sold Hemel too. At under what I could easily sell them to to friends because it's a trade and I know we'll sell it to someone who wants it for the event. That's how you make money. You can't rely on tickets. That any This whole discussion, you're not supposed to rely on no, the no, entry no. to they make should, money, right? I'm not saying they need you're to agreeing. rely on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you need to find higher margin products. Run a sausage chisel outside. Get a caterer to cater the event. Like, would you know if someone gave you a lunch menu for an oh. event and said lunch is half an hour, everything will be oh. ready? The Mega Game Sausage Sizzles for their Pro Tour qualifiers were epic, <laughs> epic. Right? They'd have them out but, the but back. This is they were not so thinking good. That- you're right. We have to have a we have to have a big event at Bunnings. That's yeah. it. No, no. Well, well, um, Grim Dark's last event that had a sausage sizzle. That was great. It was for charity as well, mm. I believe. Mm. It was also actually Brandon's outside with an apron. It was actually very good. Like it was good. It was nice. It wasn't just, it was better than a Bunnings one. I think before we move on to the ban and suspension, I think, you know, this conversation, we're trying to bring the community together. Like um, I think that it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum everyone's on when it comes to this. Hopefully we all want the same thing and that's for the game to freaking grow, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I think it's good to have these conversations. I know people don't like when people's opinions come out 
even if you don't agree with an opinion, it's still freaking fine for someone to have that opinion mm. and they can share it openly. We're not living in a freaking dictatorship here. People want to say something, let them say something, okay? That's my opinion on it anyway. Um, people should f- um, shouldn't feel scared or intimidated not not to share their opinion, right? Um, that, that's the way I feel. Unless if, your opinion's if, wrong. Yeah, well, off. if they have something so terrible and so yeah. and so bad, people will call them out. They'll get shut down naturally anyway, okay? So I just think the whole point of this discussion that we're doing, trying to end it on a positive note, is we're, we're trying to grow the game. We're trying to get the voices out there and hear from different perspectives because all of our perspectives are slightly different, yeah. right? Um, well, Nick's mo- most of what I got from your videos, you are annoyed that a lot of people, including yourself, mm-hmm. wanted to play, couldn't play. Yep. I had to not play for you to play, yeah, which is fine, that. Yeah. but that shouldn't have to happen because I would have played. Do you know what I mean? It's yep. quite simple. Yeah, and I, I wanted to hang out with my friends, but I'm like, I don't want to bad enough to not see Nick yeah, win you, three. You knew he was going to get the co- the gold. Of course ball, I did. <laughs> no, but also, by the way, Nick, because because Nick, you big brained. N- no, no, but Nick also like wasn't going to play this season. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't. And things fell through with the casting we were going to do. Yep. And he's like, I realized something about Nick. There was less pressure this season mm. and he was going to kill it. Because mm. it seemed like when there's pressure, it's harder for it. I'm just assuming I was probably wrong. But you performed very fucking well because you probably didn't care if you won or not. You just played your deck. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I want to see if he can do three out of three. And I apologize in the group chat. I'm like, sorry, guys, but I want to see it. It wasn't, it wasn't for the gold foils, honestly. No, no. Like, I'm just like, shit. I'm just the gold foils was great, but I you won one and then you won two. And I'm like, holy shit, Nick, can you go three? Like, it's insane. It's fucking great. Hayden did something similar, but not quite to that extent. He won three, but I think in another state or whatever. Yeah. Like, you taking out all the Sydney ones just cements you as champ. Like. Uh- there's no argument. <laughs> yeah, I just had the problem. Just yeah, it was just a small thing. No, no, like, but people Hayden, couldn't play. Yeah. Hayden couldn't play, guys. Like yeah. Hayden Dale. I gave him my did, yeah. to, to Hayden Dale got his ticket from like this is where the anger's coming from. Hayden Dale judged a proquest, so he did the community a favor and judged a proquest. And right? it, was, it was good. By the way, a great big job. favor when one of the top players in the country doesn't play because it's everyone else has a better chance yeah. to win. And then I said, "Thank you for yep. all you do. Have my ticket." Yep. To and the then Nick wanted to play and couldn't play. Yeah. So I gave him mine. Like we are both three names in the community. They're professional players. They perform very well. Why can they not play? Why are there no tickets? And these are not people that tried to buy a ticket the day before. Trust me. It was weeks before the event. Everyone realized they're capped. Yeah. So the yeah. anger was justified for Sydney. I think we all agree. Yeah. By the way, the anger is not even necessarily pointed at the stores. It's everything. It's the fact that the bigger stores didn't get it and that, the smaller stores capped the event when they didn't have to. That's that's the two things. And the fact that there was not as many ProQuests as there should have been. It should have been longer. It's there's one. Sydney could have had two more. Season. We could have had Wollongong and another one in Sydney. Central could have done a ProQuest. Central's yep. armor is twenty players Gamescube every could week. Could have had one. Correct. But like, well, no, Gamescube was just before. But yeah. yeah. Why is there one Pro Tour this year? So there's one ProQuest, mm. and the season is was cut very short, less than last year. And there's less ProQuest. It was. It's. But, just, Ellis, it's but that's Ellis. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. The, ad, like, the, the frustration is not all pointed at the yeah, store. Yes, that's yes, what yes, I'm yes, yes, but they yes, announced yes. that. Ellis just <laughs> came out and said they're going to do less ProQuest. Yeah, but the stores the didn't stores. respond. The yep. stores didn't go, well, let's book a venue. Yeah, no. They all they, got caught with their best. That's what I said. They got caught they with their pants down. Yeah. Look, yeah. anyway. It's on players, it's on, the, it's on the company, and it's on so everyone. Everyone yeah. is, well, that's is a, like, like one like, thing, which is probably it. not fair to say, but I also, like you said something which I think doesn't ever happen, 
if you have no intention to go to the Pro Tour, maybe don't go to a Pro Quest. The amount of people that just want to play it like it's an armory and then they whinge. Like, if you have no aspirations, you have no way to get to the Pro Tour. Like, why are you there? Oh, come on, man. The Timmies <laughs> love the I know, but like, carrots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We love the... Ch- it's just a... Even because, okay, like Timmy, even though you might not make it, little Timmy, your friends might have a shot. Because sure, every sure. Timmy's got a spike mate, right? Sure. And their spike mate, you want to live vicariously through them. You know, all the Timmy's hang around in the top eight and watch their mate, you know, take it all the way and they get the golden ticket. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that I was love, Blood Rush, wasn't it? That I was love that rush. shit. You know, it's good. It's real good, man. It's, I think it's a real good for the community. But um, Hey, Nick, have you torn up your oldham yet? Oh yeah, let's get into it. B and R's. People are saying Oldham shit. They're the dumbest bunch of clowns. <laughs> what fucking idiot actually thinks because Put that closer? All because fucking Winterswell got banned. That doesn't mean the deck's terrible. These clowns actually think that deck is bad. Like when you think functionally, how many actual freaking frostbites are you threatening them in a game i'd say on average you'd probably threaten like three to four frostbites titan's fist does the same damage mm. like oh no i yes you get three four more resources in a game now like man my day my hero is terrible a, you're not losing on four resources yeah my hero is terrible now d tier c tier whatever tier like Do you Jesus agree Christ. first of all with, with the bands like, i like it I, i'm no problem. all of them I, i've no problem with them like I I said hypothermia, hypothermia was obvious. Like that's not yeah. like amulet of eyes way better hit than insidious. Insidious chills so not good. Yeah, like people were like thinking insidious should be banned. I'm just there like idiot. No, that requires a lot of setup. Not only does it require setup, but you can actually play around it because it's mandatory. So if they go, yes. I, here's, here's some coaching for you, Timmies. We'll yes. say free coaching. If they have Insidious Chill on the field, you can just keep three counters on Tunic and therefore when they play Ice Vein, you can just take five, remove a counter off Tunic and that pays for both the Insidious Chill and the Ice Vein and you only lose one card. Mm. Whoa, okay. Whoa. Didn't know that? Yeah. With Amulet of Ice, you can't do that. No, because It's pick. adoptional. Yep. So right. Also has go again. Does Insidious have go again? No. Yeah, so Amulet of Ice also has go again. So you can play it and do something else. Yeah, so yep. Amulet of Ice is crazy. So yeah, I think yeah, Oldham is just so so good. I, uh, you lose like a few frostbites in a game, and like the the cost of like you could only have a three pitch. If you have a three pitch, it gets plus one on Titan's Fist. That's that's an irrelevant effect, really. Like outside of heart and yeah. But what about yeah. hypothermia into the aggro matchups? I mean, it's too it's, strong. It's, it's oh, as in as Oldham. Yeah, it's it's fine. Like you know, you can just Arsenal another good threatening card, right? Like you can just Arsenal maybe a disable or maybe a red choke slam or anything like that. I think the, the bigger power level bans belittle. Yeah, that card's good. Mm. Like that that's actually going to change a lot more aggro tempo than than like Winter's Whale. Yeah. Because Winter's Whale, let's be honest, like I'm a warrior player. Winter's Whale means nothing because I always keep some armor to do one card armor. No, fr- Like I don't get the frostbites. Yeah. So now I just don't have to worry about my armor as much, but I take a life. So it's like the same. Yeah, what stops someone from fatiguing you? Like it's not that. Yeah, the Winter's Whale didn't stop me from fatiguing you. No. You just throwing your cards no, out I'll, there. Also, you, if, if you turn into yourself. more of an aggro oldham, it's way worse for me. I don't want to get pummeled. I don't want to get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but belittle minnowism. On the other hand, that combo on fire and briar is like they have ways to just have better hands. They have. They run a lot less blues. Be, like warrior, I don't have that luxury to go fetch a blue to pitch. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that the changes affect a huge amount. Like subdex got buffed, but like Oldham is still just absurd. Like people will find out, people will figure it out quickly that a couple of frostbites in a game doesn't make the difference between a fun, fundamentally insane hero that came out in a time where everything was just all over the place in terms of brokenness. Like Winter's yeah, Wild won't affect Tower. it. I, I said this in the last time <coughs> we're on here that the the heroes from those sets, like the two mm. from Toa and the two from Monarch, are just too good. And it's still going to reign true now. Look, look at the bands. How many band cards are there from Toa and Monarch? A lot. Yeah. So it doesn't I'm, change I'm anything. I'm surprised Harpoon did it get banned, to be honest. I mean, yeah. that card's perfectly normally fine. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't think it's too overpowered. <laughs> you, you, clearly, neither of you play Dory. It's fine. Okay, let, me ask, you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If they Harpoon you, why are you complaining again? Because they, they ruined your like broken, busted hand that was going to do freaking a ton of damage? No. Oh, well, why then? Just because it's a deck that's super consistent and doesn't need on hits. It doesn't need control over my deck. So, like, like so, on so raid. Fact, so, so a one boost is... So the effect doesn't matter to you. It's the fact that it's another one cost boost card. No, it forces me to block. I'm an aggro deck too. Okay. Why so do I have to get... Why am I forced to block by a deck that is also aggro? Because it's just fundamentally a part in the game. Okay, but, just, but dash... The numbers on dash, it's a, it's a very numbers hero, right? You play dash. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is it? A one for five, go again. That's the rate yep. with boost. Mm -hmm. So you banish a card, one for five, go again. This is one for five, go again. Also, I can force one you to block four. with the... Well, I yeah. can force you to block with your best card. Yeah. Which but on warrior, all my non-attack actions are my best cards. Yeah, so, but like, you're, what you're doing, what you're going to do is you just show the card you don't want them to. Like if they boost... You on, don't if, always if, have that option. Yeah, but like, if they get to boost all those times, like maybe they're fatiguing... Anything's anything is like a thing. If they keep it I used hand. to be beat dash all the time. Now, if I see Harpoon or Max Velocity once or twice in the game, the game's over. Does, yeah. It doesn't even matter. So a deck went from so your Dory deck went from always beating dash to like well, oh, it's pretty I tough could now. always beat dash. Yeah, so now it's pretty tough. I would say it was a fifty-fifty. Now it's like a sixty-forty. Okay, but you just said you always beat dash. So is it fifty-fifty or is it always? Okay, always is an exaggeration. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is. On a deck like mine, where we have limited good matchups anyway, that card just nullifies my deck. Because I need a four-card hand to keep my counter, and they just go, no, you have to block with whatever it is, sharpen steel even. You just nullify. You see my hand as well. It just makes my deck not work. I don't know. I don't know. All I see from people is that like, oh, man, they took out my hand that was broken they got to look at my hand and I took out the best card in my hand. My hand was going to do freaking all no, this no, freaking insane but like into Briar, pop off. Into Briar, it's different, right? Like they make you black with, block with a channel. That's You don't want that. I get that. My deck, you're not supposed to know what the fuck's in my hand. <laughs> like that's the point. They go, show me cards. I show them my cards. They know exactly what to do next turn to make me just lose. Like it's info plus you might be able to get me to block with... Like, uh, anyway, Dory hates that card. Yeah. So you're saying you're using a, your bias towards a card because of the hero that you play. And I just don't understand why Dash needs a card that makes you control another player's deck. The way Dash is designed with constant going, like Dash has its, has its flavor. None of its cards have on hits nearly. Like the on hits, you know what I mean? Like the deck itself mm -hmm. is just go, go brr, right? Why did they add a card that just has this new mechanic? That yes. didn't need. It was already good. It was winning. It was winning callings. Yeah, I mean, it incentivizes you to fatigue them. If that's 
that helps. I can't but like, fatigue him. But the issue is now that like Dash is lost. Like hypothermia being man, Dash is so much better. Yes. Because Icelander will never beat Dash. Never now, I don't think. It's just, it just won't and Dash happen. did have game into Oldham. Yeah, definitely. I played a two-hour game at Blood Rush. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> like, was fucking epic. Um, but yeah, so Dash got majorly buffed. Bri got buffed with hypothermia. And like, I don't know. Pe- people are just going to complain about channel, like channel, not tr- channel, Mount Heroic again. Mm. And then it's just going to be a whole cycle. People just like to complain. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and the people, people are going to complain. Yeah, they're, they're the ones who have the loudest voice. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'm not fussed. Bands, no bands, what they banned. Yeah, I'm playing I, no matter what. So my, what's one complaining? My question for you, Nick, and, and you know, I was talking to John about this before you came in, is about the relationship between the bandless announcements, the living legend system they have mm-hmm. in place, which is meant to rotate heroes out, and you know, um, the OP environment. Right when it comes to like big tournaments, making them fresh and vibrant, community feel bads because literally they, 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 the explanation for not ban- banning Crown, I'm not saying whether it should oh, or it shouldn't. It was cringe. It was like, no, this is a feel bad, therefore we're mm. not banning it. Okay. So, first off, I, I probably sp- too, bit too many points, but Living Legend, do you think it's a working system? Do you think um, LSS has taken it as seriously as they used to? Is it a moving goalpost? Do you think it's, it's you know what are your thoughts on this? I mean, they changed it because the heroes they wanted banned got banned, and so that's why they reverted it or changed it to back to where like heroes don't get many living legend points now hmm. because of the fact that chains banned, Starbo's banned, Prism's banned. They hate those heroes, so they wanted them gone. That that's that, that that's pretty much like the bottom line. Like that, I, I got I've been we've had a public answer about this oh yeah, it three changed, times. Now. It, it was meant to be changed. A while ago, no, but no, no, they but were just the, waiting for Prism to get banned. No, they no, hate but the hero. answer, like directly from James White, three times, including my channel, is not my channel, but I think at all the three big events were LL is not like that. There's a there's a misconception that still gets repeated that mm-hmm. Living Legends not supposed to balance the game. That's not correct. Mm-hmm. Its primary design is not to correct balance the game, <clears throat> but it is there as a failsafe, which it did in Starvo. That that's it. Like Starvo yep. was so good that they just didn't ban it because it's like, oh, it's going to LL this season anyway. Let it LL. And that's it. So ban and restricted list is for balancing the game? Yes. Living legend points and accumulation is for? Slow rotation. For? Slow rotation. Why? Because eventually... But if your hero's balanced, right? Yeah. If your hero's balanced... Yeah, but I, do, I think they don't want a meta with 60 heroes in it. They oh, want, okay. I think they no. want 20-ish heroes. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Is It's also, by the way, it's impossible. So it's to, to keep the format small then. I, I, I want, I'll look up this number. A game like League Legend that has 100 mm. heroes or whatever, the team that mm. just balances is probably 100 times bigger than LSS. <laughs> just yeah. the team that balances. and Because the numbers become stupidly complex. Brent could help us with the complexity of it. But I already know because I asked the dev this question. They do not sleeve up Dory into every deck and tester. That's not how they test. They, hmm. they don't have time to do the... Yeah, yeah, definitely. They can't. There's not enough hours in yeah. the day. So that's why some stuff gets missed is, you know, you're, you're, you, they, they need a limited pool of heroes. I think that's why LL exists is they need a limited amount okay. of heroes. Yeah, I'm just very curious. I'm very curious. But that's what Living Legend format will be exciting for. Yeah. It'll be a format potentially hmm. with 100 heroes in it. Exactly. I'm <laughs> That's ver- the cool thing that could happen. Because it has to. Like, you can't have a truly eternal format yeah. coupled with 
a competitive OP system without there being checks and balances. This just doesn't work. You're, you're already seeing some remnants. I don't think everyone notices this. Icelander got released twice. Arachne got released twice. That's them slowing the fuck down on hero releases. That's nothing but that. So they go, here's young Icelander. Let her play a skirmish season. She actually won a couple before she had all her tools. And then they then they released the, the CC. But they that's not new testing at LSS. Do you understand? They they more thoroughly tested. Arachne would be the same. You're getting a reprint. This next set doesn't have that I many new heroes. With, I think that's to do with card release. No, but well. also has to do with LL. They don't want to pump five new heroes a set into the system. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to balance. It is not fun. It's also not fun for the community to go fall in love with a new hero every set and build a whole new deck and a thousand bucks and then Arachne spike and down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I like that I just play Dory. It's actually cheap. Like the deck's expensive, but I never buy cards. <laughs> I need like six cards from the new set and I'm happy. This next set, unless there's some crazy good generic or some good equipment in it, I won't touch Which it. I think every set should have good generics. I agree. Just to have selling points, like no, no, which I think they're doing a good job of. I'm yeah. saying you, I've noticed, and Monarch Tails four hero sets, big problem for the game. Oh, sorry, uh, Toa's three, three. Uh, but the double element. Now you've got, <laughs> you've got reprint Azalea, probably no new text. Arachne, Katsu, Benji. That's you've got four heroes in a set that are not new. That's good. Because maybe Katsu just becomes better. Like, and if you ask the average ninja player, they're probably happy to just play Katsu with new toys than a brand new ninja. I don't think they're going to reprint a young Katsu. No, it is. It's the young Katsu. I mean, like, sorry, make reprint a new version of the young Katsu. Oh, yeah. It's, no, no, no. There's the a new version same. of Arachne. Yes. And there's a new Ranger. Mm-hmm. Correct. Azuri. Young no. and old. There's two. And Riptide. Is the and Riptide. The new, yeah. Young and old. So there's two new assassins, one new ranger. Correct. In the set. But yep. that, that's a low amount because one of them's blitz only. It's two new CC heroes we get this set. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Which, Which is, is good. good. It yeah. keeps the game tight. Mm. And Arachne already exists in the game and it's not dog shit. Like it's not S tier, but it's not a sh- like It's but not at the bottom. New, there's a new Arachne as well. Just young. Yeah, it's yeah. Just yeah young. the young. Yeah, so that's sort of irrelevant for yeah. CC competitive course, meta. Yeah. We're just seeing them slow down anyway. Which I'm saying I like. I don't mind them releasing draft sets with a Dory again. That's fine. Just give us new toys. Like if they release Dory with the same text, but here's a new Dawnblade and a new card, that's enough. That's enough to keep me interested wanting to buy boxes, wanting to build decks. You do not want to play this game with 100 heroes. I'm yeah. telling you now, yeah, you no. don't. Because the worst part is it'll still be a three-hero format, but you'll have way more of the community on pet decks that they don't, Function, yeah, because because they're impossible the to balance. No, well then it's all a meta. You have to have a have to have a meta game. Like it's the same with like well, League yeah. of Legends and Dota. There's all these yes. heroes. There's always a meta. Yes, yeah, there's always and then, a and, good heroes. And then all the variants just comes down to match up. Becomes more like modern in MTG, where like a lot of it just came yeah. down to your match up. Like you brought a deck to a tournament, and you were just like, "I'm beating those decks. I'm losing to those decks." Yeah, yeah that's that's this guy's issue. He doesn't have a bad. Yeah, he doesn't care what he sits up against. Like mm-hmm. he's just. He just has the tools to just be strong into everything. That's why he's still good. That's why he's still good. He's second on Living Legend after Brian now. Probably, yeah. probably. But it won't matter. It's going so slow now. Oh, yeah, It'll be yeah, around yeah, for a while. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on the six zero draft set? Like drafting six zeros. What do you think of that? <laughs> the funny thing is, I was saying like, oh, thank God, there's no arcane damage. And then the, what do they reveal? 
Benji, who I can't block, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind, yes. is basically arcane damage <laughs> when he has two or less power. And I'm like, oh yeah, great. Just can't get over the unblockable damage. So, something I, I think I've I've figured out about this set, and I've been saying this, but I'll say it here as well in case you disagree, but I see if I'm calling this correctly. Uprising had the problem with draft where like if the pool had really shit wizard cards, like too many yellows, it could cause a problem for the Icelander players. And then you had Fi was the only deck that could build a decent deck with quite a few yellows. Mm-hmm. Dromai couldn't, couldn't make Ash, and Icelander couldn't. One thing that's really important to note here is you're going to draft a ninja and you're not stuck on Katsu Benji till the end of the draft. Mm-hmm. Well, if the guy next to you is on ninja, taking all the zero for three, zero for three go against, you're taking all the yellow two go against, you just naturally go into Benji because you don't want the reds. Mm-hmm. That, could be, that could be all three dynamics is the alter deck plays much better with shit cards, like yellows as, as a real example here, that it doesn't matter if you get caught in the wrong seat if you realize it and you take the yellows. Like Benji wants yellow ninja cards that you want zero for two, which can you think like how cool that's going to be is you'll have a very, very good Benji deck even though the person next to you has a very good Katsu deck potentially. Um, you're probably still going to cannibalize each other, but it won't be as bad mm. as having pods with I th- five fires. Yeah. I think the hybrid cards are going to address some well, of that as well. If they're only Majestics, it doesn't only matter. only three hybrid cards. No, no, I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot of, like I'm assuming there's rares and stuff that are yeah, hybrid I don't too. know about that. But you're right, the, the Majestics won't matter. They'll, I, I really only think there'll be the three. I no, really I, I think, I, I think to make the draft work, it's like the dual element thing. They're going to have a lot of dual cards. That's yeah, what I think. Yeah, I, or at least dual equipment. Like the equipment will be, you can use Ranger Assassin or yeah, something. Yeah, I hope they just get rid of like cycles on certain cards mm. when it comes to like. Sorry, like yellow ice vein will never see the light of day in any format. So there's literally no reason to print it. Just have blue and red. Like, well, why, why so is that? They, and then you can just have another card in that slot. What's funny is they did do that with in five. Uprising. With all the draconic only yeah, cards, they were a cycle. They're only reds. They were right? a cycle. No, the draconic ones. Yeah, they were a cycle. Some of them aren't. Yeah, but they were. Explain. They were they they were reds of blues. Like there was a yellow burn away. There was a blue burn away, and then no, no. But some of them are red only, right? What do you mean? Some of the commons in Uprising are, yeah, yeah, like are red burn, only. Yeah, burn away and all this okay. stuff. Yeah, in development. There was there was there were blue ones. Oh, they, they got, got rid, rid of, they got them. Rid of them. But this but they didn't do it to Icelander. Nope. Like, yeah, it's just, I'm sorry. Which they I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm agreeing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they tried, but they only did the draconic ones. But mm-hmm. then the draconic ones inherently are really bad in, in Dromai. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they just the power level on fire is just so much better on those cards. Yeah, because it just has go again on it, which is just yeah. Do you good. see that as Nick something that LSS might do moving forward is getting away from each card must be in all pitches. I hope so. Do you see that as they're going to become more defined where it could be one, even a common, could be one pitch, two pitch, maybe three? Do you see them going harder down? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it makes it, I mean, unless they don't have time to like make, because I mean, it's so so easy to make a cycle of a card, right? And say, oh, here's three cards in a set. Let's go. Instead of saying, "Mm, let's individually craft three different cards in these specific colors that are like function functionally good into like everything or this and that, you know, but we'll, we'll see. I don't think this set will have it, but like, as I said, if you, if there's like a, all right, this hero plays yellows. So generic yellows, cool. I can just fit it as like a, a, you know, like prison wood, just a resource card. This deck functions on blues, this deck functions on reds. So like I can take these generics that are red and be all good. And then it's like, 
pretty pretty reasonable. And then like the cycles of them would be useful because like one deck would want the yellow one mm. if they have to. One deck would have the blue one if it wants to. The minute I saw Benji, I'm like, shit, Benji runs the most janky cards because yeah. they're very good as twos yep. and they become overpowered because you can't, like they could do this nutty yeah. combo. So it's just going to feel fun drafting Ninja. You see a lot of yellows like, holy shit, I'm going to wreck this pod with Benji. Yeah. And you just take all the yellows. Mm-hmm. And also yellows just pitch better for, for all intents and purposes if they're running Kadachis or something. You're like also- That's if Kadachis in the set. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like if it's a similar type weapon, you want yellows to pitch to weapon because the problem with Fi, you can't always pitch to your weapon. You might have good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's It could be very fun. But then it made me think Assassin- because one of the assassins is lower life, which means more aggressive, like more aggressive. Yeah, I think they'll reprint stuff like Sync Below in this set. Yeah, they'll have they'll be Sync, Sync Below will be in the set, I reckon. Or yeah. Fate, Sync or Fate. Because Fate makes play, more sense. Want to play off the top? Fate more, like, makes more sense. Reprint. That I'd love one. to see. Yeah, it. and ju- just maybe Red Fate. Who knows? Well, Never again, is, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why not? Like, why not reprint cards that, that are good? Um, I, sh- I haven't. I did the numbers last set. I, I can't remember how many cards are in the set. Like comparative to like WTR, it's a good gauge. Yeah, because if it, if it's like a three hundred card set versus a five hundred card set, it's very different. Yeah, because I remember back WTR Arc Monarch Toa, it always said new cards, mm. but now they just scrap the new cards. Part. Yeah, no, no, they'll be look. They, reprints should exist. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, as long as they're not foil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was good because Scar was never a foil. Mm. So I'm happy if they reference Man, skits. red, like there's some foils that just, again, running the single shop, looking at data is nutty. Like red sync foils, unlimited. Should buy rights, should be a $2 card. Not a $2 card. What mm-hmm. is it, 10? Yeah. Yeah. I just oh. have the alpha ones. I don't even look at the prices. Pink belows. Yeah. I have the pink foils. So I just don't even bother looking as the sync set on thing. I just play with all my- I think one thing expensive. too, like w- the energy level around discussing like, ProQuest versus bands. Bands we can't control. I've never understood like the vitriol that comes. Like you literally have no say. It sucks if you just bought a cold for winter as well. I can understand if you're annoyed if you just like say one of our locals just built Icelander. Is now like oh okay my deck doesn't work. I mean it's but still other fine. than that, oh, well my advice is if you're a new player don't go straight to the top meta deck because this is what happens if you go what's winning the most and build that you're most likely going to see changes or at least it'll get a old quicker. Mm. Second, it's like ProQuest we can have an opinion We can change Some stores will change their behavior Or LSS will change your policy uh, Bans restricted You just You can't change it You just Now there's a new meta yeah. Even well, if Potentially the meta changes Nothing Well we've got we got, we got two call-ins Pretty much Yes In the next four weeks Oh yeah Five New weeks okay, There's a got whole bunch of us Going to New Zealand Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah It's going to be pumping So Before we close this up mm. Predictions for indie calling, which is like in what yes, couple of weeks? This weekend, right? And yeah, and New Zealand's a few weeks away. These bands, do you see a shake up in the meta? Like, like nah. top eight, do you s- usual suspects or? Yeah, I, I think Dash is a lot better. Yep. Uh, Briar's better because of Hyper Band, but that's going to win indie. The hero right behind you, that will win indie. Whoa. Yep. Well, wait, Whoa. who's, who's going to be playing it? I don't the know. top olden player could in the Matt, world could be Matt Rogers. Could be Oof. That's, that's right. He's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what about um, my man Bolton? I mean, I think he's still hypothermia. Highest conversion rate for the first week of ProQuest. Just saying. People say that's that about great. Bolton all the time. <laughs> that's great. I don't. Yeah, like, but the, ish, Bolton has the fundamental problem. Of, like, first of all, slag might still legal. So, like, good luck. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so like, the whole putting a card underneath to just, just. You know, functionally, like 
get it back later when you yeah. play Luminar Ascension against these super fast decks like Dash and stuff. First of all, you just, all you're you do is fatigue it. against Dash. It's all, you, it's all your ch- chances are. And then Briar will just blow you out because like you're just losing value because you have to put a cut underneath your soul to play. So you lose basically like three points of value every single turn just to build it back later on a turn you may never get. So it's still going to not not be great, but I guess it's better. Can you actually fatigue Dash on these decks? Uh, Oldham can sure, yeah, but like yeah. I don't think no no I don't think Dory can fatigue Dash man. I think Rhino can. No, I, I, I don't think it matters unless you're actually running like All nine these D reacts. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, but you can't do that in these decks anymore. Otherwise, you can't compete with Fire. Like if you do well, maybe that, you, maybe you can because Fire doesn't have belittle anymore. Sure, sure, maybe. So maybe there's less. But do you understand power? what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we when I did that, sure, you I can beat Dash, but then you can't outrace anyone. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Mm. So, but maybe you can just play a control dash, a control Dory strategy. <laughs> but but if you're gonna play control Dory, just play a good control deck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never understood going down that path. Any predictions for you? Any deck sleepers? No, that I'm just I'm more a spectator these days. I haven't been testing. Like yeah, but I, like I mean, I'm playing the calling. people are saying Katsu stocks to be rose. Honest, can I tell you the truth? Because mm-hmm. you know who I'm traveling New Zealand with. Mm-hmm. The Reiner God himself. We're just playing Reiner in the battle harder, man. We're gonna get that cold fall. Doesn't matter. Like even I barely know how to play the deck. I've won every armory on it. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. But nothing beats it. So I beat it in the mirror if I draw my blood rush bellows first. Oh, look! It's, <laughs> when I say nothing beats, I'm saying the win rate is literally like in armories over ninety percent for him. And I'm pretty sure, like in a blitz high level event, it's well over seventy percent. Mm. Now, can you lose? Sure. And there's a matchup variance, but man, you win a few dice rolls, it's just the game's over. Just dumb. Can I announce your your new coach? Team. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mister Folks. I've cheated on you, mate. Um, that's right. Fab School is going to be opening up very soon. Um, Allegedly, via via a patron, you'll be taking students. Uh, no, I won't oh, be. Okay. It's just video content. But I am going to be testing the waters of coaching with my first student, if you want to announce who that is. You're looking at him, team. The tall Timmy will be Nick Butcher's Fab School's first student. I'm going to be diligent. I'm going to put in the work. Yeah, okay? Free of charge. Free no, of charge no, is no, doing no this. Cost. That's yes. right. So I'm going to be coming into Auckland hot. And then, yeah, if that, if that hot. who knows, if it succeeds well, maybe I'll... Do it for real. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Nick and I have got a few weeks to prepare. No doubt we're going to uh, hop on the Discord and we're going to get busy. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't tell you what deck, <laughs> what we're doing just yet, but no doubt- uh, Not that we've discussed it in any way. <laughs> no, no doubt Nick's going to come up with a, with a plan. But look, I, I, you know, I just want to um, I just want to go with what the coach says. Um, just what I, you know, just how I was with Matt. Hell, I, I had no intention of playing Briar for Nats. And he just said to me, stop fucking around. Do you want to actually win your games in Constructed? The decks that you're talking about are terrible. Right. And I had such low self-confidence in playing the game. I said, I can't possibly learn how to play this deck in two weeks. He said, yes, you fucking can. And this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. And I, to me, I don't care what hero someone plays mm. if I'm going to coach them. Because I'm not going to coach on your hero. It's the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Like everything yep. surrounding your hero, like the macro strategy, playing like the matchups, knowing what the opponent's hero does, like 
scenarios where like what's the best play and all this and that like questionable is way more about knowing what your opponent's deck does Mm -hmm. because you should know what your deck does but knowing when to block or what the potential damage is yeah because the worst thing you do in fab is blocking two cards when you should have blocked four yeah or like or not blocking when you should have blocked do you know what i mean like not seeing and not seeing the win which Mm -hmm. are all fundamentals it doesn't matter what you're piloting you can usually well i'm gonna be a good student i'm gonna put in the work i'm gonna do my fab school homework and um, yeah, I just want to lift my fundamentals. Yeah, um, if this works, then that's a good promotion for me. Yeah, like I'm going to try my best and um, I always want to improve. I know I'm never going to be a top player, but hopefully I can just, just improve a little bit because I think if I clean up 10, 15%, I really believe my overall game will become a lot better. Yeah, there you go. So, so hopefully I launch soon. It's just, yeah. I mean, I have an intro all sorted, this and that, but like, I think you're overthinking just fucking record, man. Yeah, that's true. I, that's definitely the I'm issue. Serious, right? yeah. Just record. Yeah. Because every time I see you in a video, I'm like, I, I like watching this. Just just record. That's what yeah. John and I did. And it will improve. I like it will improve. That's the thing. You get yeah. an intro done three months in, you just put the intro up and yeah. people are like, oh great intro, but don't overthink the beginning. Just record. Yeah, and well when you well, gets the thing though, when you when you're charging people, that's where it's kind no, no, of I still I think it's like information that a matters lot of the people most. will still pay for the content if it's good, yeah, even yeah. if it's not the, polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's if it's just good content. Yeah, it's smart, well like, you know, well Yeah. Man, explain. people know you're a good player. They still want to pick your brain and mm-hmm. they can't pick your brain. So they can pay somewhere and watch you talk about the game. Yeah. They'll do that. Even yeah. if it's just you with a camera. Yeah, which is good with a new meta as well. Yeah, and you don't need like scenes and transitions and the cards on the table. It's all great, but just hit the record button. Yeah. Improve it every video. As long as as long as you improve every video 1%, man, in a year, your channel will be the best. Like if that's all you do, your channel will be the best. Yeah. So th- like John started no talking camera on because he wanted to film himself opening boxes and yeah, he just yeah. did it. Me, I just fucking grabbed my son's phone, bought a <laughs> booster pack from Good Games Macquarie and a $5 selfie stick and I was on my way. I had no idea what I was doing. But that's all you do, you yeah. know. Yeah, but you, uh, you have a much higher, you're starting much higher than that. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. know you're recognisable. You have the, the accolades. You just have to, you just have mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Gonna end there. In. See you guys in New Zealand. Subscribe. Oh yeah, we should see. We should mention <laughs> if you're still listening. Go rewind back to minute number one and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, <laughs> and um, we'll see you in Auckland. It's going to be freaking awesome. All three of us going to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a whole bunch of people. It's going to be yeah. good. All LSS staff will be there. Uh, I, you know, and there's pros coming over from America. I think it's more than they expected. Yeah. The prize support. The pro- like the prize money doesn't reflect. I think the many people that are going. Well, it's going to be a lot of the people. events capped. Like they have a limit for the hall, yeah. So we're we're waiting on some prize confirmations as well. Like okay. we we've pushed back as we talk into the to mm-hmm. the organizers. Yeah, we're like, hey, what's happening with that? Like, we don't know. We got to talk to Alyssa. Somewhere. You should have a conversation before mm-hmm. running. Yeah, because yeah. um, one of the battle hunters in the US just had prize pool for to- like prize tickets for playing the battle hunters. It's great to see. Oh yeah, should be. It was like that for the first one at PT one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, all right, guys. Bye bye. That's it.